Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeMo.com, and I am back with my DraftKings Week 15 contenders, my favorites, my top five plays at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Now be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you can get updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. Lock being, you know, two days from now. But I will definitely have updates Sunday morning. I'll be on our pre-show, so the strategy show. I'll be on live before lock. You'll get a ton of me on Sunday, but you want the sim updates, and you'll find those on my Twitter. And then finally, just let me know in the comments section, who are your favorite options at quarterback, running back, wide out, and tight end? I've got a bunch of them. I'd love to hear yours. I think we should start at tight end. We're rounding it out. Jonu Smith, Dallas Goddard, Gronk. Jordan Akins, TJ Hawkinson. These are the guys on the outside looking in of the top five at tight end. Who's going to show up in the top five? It's time to find out. Number five, I'm going to Logan Thomas, saving some money, 4K, projected for just shy of 10 fantasy points, taking on the Seahawks. Pass defense hasn't been very good. Uh, this is a game that matters a ton for Washington. Look, you're not expecting monstrous output here. This is a great spot. If you're looking to just save some money at tight end and hope you can buy a, uh, a touchdown. That's that's what you're looking for on a 4K tight end. And that's enough to make Logan Thomas be in the optimal 7.4% of the time. That makes him one of the five best tight ends on the slate. There are guys that you can pay up for that are going to have performances that are looking a lot more like a wide receiver. Logan Thomas isn't going to be one of them. But at 4K, that's not necessarily what you need. Unfortunately for Logan Thomas, though, 3300 for Hayden Hurst is enough to put him in the number four spot. 9.4 fantasy point projection taken on Tampa Bay. They're underdogs, but it's a 50-point game total. The problem here is just a really difficult defensive matchup. But again, 3,300, you're not outlaying so much money in your lineup that it's a huge problem. If Hayden Hurst gets in the end zone, you're gravy. 7.6% of the time, that's enough for him to be in the optimal lineup. You're not getting monster scores, but you are getting solid value for the price tag. But we're still not done with value. At flat 3K, Cole Komet, 9.2 fantasy point projection. Bears taken on Minnesota in Minnesota, so you get the benefit of being in the dome. 46 point total. Vikings defense is passable. Uh, 20th against the run, 12th against the pass. Again, you're not getting these monster days, but this is where you can save some money 
pay up at other positions where guys can truly go bonkers. But this is different. Cole Komet at 3K is super cheap. He's got a little bit more upside than you would normally see from a 3K guy. And that's why you see him taking that little bit of a leap up. He's on a different tier than Hayden Hurst and Logan Thomas. 9.8% of the time showing up in the optimal lineup. Now, the next two guys are much more pass catchers. But Cole Komet, don't sleep on him. He looks fantastic as a value option. Now we take our first big leap up, number two, Mark Andrews, 5,500, projected for 14.3 fantasy points. Baltimore taking on an absolutely terrible Jacksonville team, 31st against the pass. They're almost two touchdown favorites, 48-point game total, and you can get monster days out of Mark Andrews. He goes for north of 30 fantasy points 4% of the time. You're not getting that out of the Cole Komet, Hayden Hurst, Logan Thomas tier. That's enough to put Andrews in the optimal, just shy of 13% of the time, way more than Cole Komet. We're clearly on a different tier. I love Mark Andrews, but he's not number one. As if there was any doubt, $8,000 number one, Travis Kelsey, projected for 19.5 fantasy points. That's just ludicrous. It's so many fantasy points for a tight end, but you're paying for it too. Taking on the Saints, three-point favorites in New Orleans, so the game should be fantastic. You get to play indoors, north of 50-point game total. It's a tough defensive matchup, though. Saints D has been amazing. First against the run, fourth against the pass, but Travis Kelsey transcends defense. 14.6% of the time, he's going for north of 30 fantasy points. 13.6% of the time, he's showing up in the optimal lineup. You know what you're getting when you pay for Travis Kelsey. You're hoping for 10 for 102 TDs. Truly ridiculous tight end numbers. If you get that, you're going to need him. I like paying up for him. I never mind rostering Travis Kelsey along with Pat Mahomes. That's obvious. But it is a difficult matchup. So be aware of that when you're going in. You can get very different lineup constructions if you're going to Travis Kelsey at tight end or if you're going to that number three guy. If you're going to Cole Komet and saving $5,000. The the entire lineup will change, but if you only have spots for just one, it's got to be Travis Kelsey. Now, as we transition to the wide receivers, I want to point something out. Adam Thielen is 10th out of my top 10, obviously, at 11% odds of being in the optimal lineup. The guy that's in first is at 14%. The gap right now between 1 and 10 is 3% odds of being in the optimal. This is as flat as I've seen it all season. You can make a case for anybody in this top 10. There's probably a few guys below the top 10 that you could even push up pretty high if you want. I can't argue with you here. This is where the numbers are right now. Pay close attention to where they go as we get closer to lock because wide receiver is super difficult this week. So just rounding out the bottom of that top 10, Thielen, Jacoby Myers, Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill at number six. And now we move to number five. Number five will be Allen Robinson, 7,400, 17.5 fantasy point projection in Minnesota, which I love. 46-point game total looks pretty good. You're not worried about Minnesota's defense. Uh, I've already mentioned Cole Komet, but you know I prefer Allen Robinson by a little bit. Can go for a big day, north of 30 fantasy points almost 15% of the time. Shows up in the optimal 13% of the time. You know what you're getting with Allen Robinson. The spot looks fine. And honestly, I like the idea of being able to get him inside the dome. Number four, we're paying 7,200 for Michael Thomas, projected for 18.3 fantasy points. It's KC. I mean, they're going to need Michael Thomas to be involved if they want to try to keep up with this Chiefs offense. 51.5 point game total. Chiefs D, not great against the run, solid against the pass. It's Michael Thomas, however. I mean, he's one of the best wide receivers in football. 
I don't mind going here. 14.7% of the time, he's going for north of 30 fantasy points. I think he's going to need to be more involved than he's been over the past few weeks. 13% of the time, he's in the optimal. That is tied with Allen Robinson. He could have just as easily been fifth. There's no distinction between the two. You're just paying up for quality, and I'm happy to pay up for Michael Thomas's name. Now, coming in at number three, you get to save a little bit of salary. 6,600 for Terry McLaurin. 16.7 fantasy point projection. They're playing Seattle. Slight underdog, so you're expecting Washington to, to have to throw the ball most of the game. You're hoping that it's Alex Smith. It could possibly be Dwayne Haskins, which is a little scary, but... 44-point game total, not ideal. Seattle's pass defense is really what you're looking for. 25th in passing DVOA from Football Outsiders. 14.6% of the time, he's going north of 30. Those are the days that you're trying to find. You're trying to catch the 25-plus game out of, I don't know, we'll probably see one or two out of this top 10. These are the guys you're trying to nail. I think Terry McLaurin is just as likely as anybody to hit that mark. 13.3% of the time, that puts him in the optimal lineup, slightly ahead of Michael Thomas, slightly ahead of Allen Robinson, but not enough to get to that number one or number two spot. This one shouldn't be too surprising. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins, 7,900, projected for just shy of 20 fantasy points, taken on Philly. They're big favorites, almost a 50-point game total. Philly's defense, not very good. 13th against the run, which doesn't matter. 22nd against the pass, however. You're looking for the monster out of Hopkins. 21.4% of the time, Hopkins can go for north of 30 fantasy points. That'll make him a must-have. That that is a monster day. Not a lot of guys that can put up that kind of line, but Hopkins is clearly one of them. 13.3% of the time, he ends up in the optimal. Again, that's tied with McLaurin. You could flip-flop those two. You could flip-flop Thomas and Robinson. These guys are so bunched up. You're going, to have a, you're going to be able to use your quarterback a little bit more in a stack this time. Um, normally, I'm looking at wide receivers to drive my quarterback ownership. But because everybody is so packed together, uh, price at quarterback is going to make those fluctuations even more important. So right now, uh, spoiler alert, I kind of like DeAndre Hopkins' quarterback this week. I wonder who that's going to be. But he is number two. That's not number one. Number one is the big man, A.J. Brown, 7,600, projected for 18.4 fantasy points. This is the spot this week. 12-point favorites, 51.5-point game total, the number 30-ranked pass defense. He has an opportunity to go ballistic here. 18% chance of going for north of 30. You just see him rumbling down the field as an absolute monster 14 percent of the time that puts him in the optimal lineup so as you can see on the screen the difference between Thielen and A.J. Brown not all that huge but the upside on A.J. Brown the ability to go for north of 30 between him and Hopkins it's really unrivaled to the running backs we go Alvin Kamara Clyde Edwards Elaire. Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, and Raheem Mostert, if he is playing, will round out my top 10. Who is in the top five? Running backs, a little bit different than wideouts. I like the separation in my top five. Number five, the weekly disappointment, 6,100. Ezekiel Elliott, projected for just shy of 15 fantasy points, taken on San Fran. Uh, They're slight underdogs, 45-point total. Defense is... We'll call it above average. It's not a great spot for Zeke, but you just expect him to at some point in time be involved. Goes for north of 35% of the time. Shows up in the optimal 11% of the time. What we're really doing here is getting a guy that shouldn't be 6,100 generally at 6,100. I like 
trying to buy low on guys like Ezekiel Elliott. It hasn't worked so far because he hasn't been very good, but I'm hoping week 15 could shed some new light on Zeke. And that's why he's number five, 6,100. You don't find that every week for guys with his talent. Now, if you're looking for someone to tote the rock this week, number four, 6,600, that would be Cam Akers, projected for 16.7 fantasy points, taking on the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 17 and a half point favorites. God, the Jets are so bad. 44 point game total, which means most of those points are actually allocated to the Rams. Jets D actually eighth against the run, but they're going to be up against it from a volume perspective. The amount of carries that Akers gets here are basically limitless. The Rams should smack the Jets. The Jets aren't very good at really anything. You're not expecting the crazy day out of Akers. 8% of the time he goes for north of 30, but the floor here is as high as it gets. You're expecting the Rams to be out in front for most of this game, and you're expecting them to lean on Akers as the game goes on. So Cam Akers, number four. Number three, we're going to James Robinson. This one's a tricky one. 7,100, projected for 17 fantasy points, but at Baltimore, monstrous underdogs, 13-point dogs, 48-point total, and a basically top 10 defense on both sides, running and passing. Um, but Robinson is involved in everything the Jags do. He's basically the only guy that's involved in everything that the Jags do. Uh, if they happen to keep the game close, he's certainly going to be around. If they're trying to pass, he's at least going to be a, a threat out of the backfield. 10% of the time, he can go for north of 30. 13% of the time, he's going to be in the optimal lineup. I know the $7,100 price tag feels a little high given the matchup. I'm not going to worry about it too much. Hoping that it keeps his ownership down a little bit. And if the Jags can somehow keep this game a little bit close, I think Robinson has a lot to do with it. Taking a slight step up in tier, we already saw his wide receiver counterpart, but number two, Derrick Henry, 9,500, 22 and a half fantasy point projection. All right, like buckle up, guys. Taking on the Lions, 12 point favorites. So you're expecting a lot of running, uh, particularly in the second half. Gee, I wonder who does that the best in the league. 51 and a half point game total. So we're certainly expecting points. This is the 26th ranked run defense and the 30th ranked pass defense. They're not really stopping anybody. And uh, they're certainly not going to be stopping Derrick Henry. He goes for north of 30 fantasy points almost 25% of the time. That is bonkers. We, we took that step up. He's, he's a full tier ahead of James Robinson. 15% of the time he's showing up in the optimal. You're not going to find many spots in the season better than what Derrick Henry is about to get against the Lions this Sunday. Unless you go to my number one guy, Dalvin Cook, 9K, projected for 22.6 fantasy points. Vikings taking on the Bears. This game script fits really well for Cook just because of how he's involved in the passing game. They're slight favorites. They don't have to worry about weather. Close to a 50-point game total. It's a tough defensive matchup against the Bears, but Cook sort of doesn't it doesn't matter for Dalvin Cook what the matchup looks like. He's going for north of 30 in a similar way from Derrick Henry. You do save a couple hundred bucks. 16% of the time, that puts him in the optimal lineup. I like getting that savings. Every little bit helps. These guys look really, really similar. I have no problem going to Cook or to Henry. Pay attention to their ownership as we get closer to lock. If either one of them gets wildly different than the other, I probably just prefer the other one in large field GPPs, but they are very clearly the top two running back options on the slate. Now, before we finish it off with the quarterbacks, one last time, hit that like button. Don't hit your microphone while you do this. Subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. You know I love the likes, but we love the subs as well. We want to get to 50,000 if we can. Let me know in the comments who you like at quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end, but the big one. 
Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. If you don't do that, you can't get the updates to these sim results. If you can't get the updates to the sim results, what's the point of it all? That's the best thing, getting updated information on Sunday mornings. It's like a Christmas present, but it's coming early because it'll be this Sunday instead of the middle of the week next week. Man, Christmas is coming fast. Anyway, you guys don't care about my thoughts on Christmas. All you care about is my top five quarterbacks. But we've got Cam Newton at number 10, Phillip Rivers at 9, Deshaun Watson at 8, Jalen Hurts at number 7, and Tom Brady coming in at number 6. Five more to go. Who will be the top five quarterbacks? The final five guys we mentioned. My favorites. It's time, guys. Number 5, Taysom Hill, 6K, 21.6 fantasy point projection. It's the Chiefs. I'm really intrigued by their poor run defense. 30th in run DVOA. That's monstrous for Taysom Hill. The reason you go to someone like Hill, one, you're saving some salary, and two, rushing touchdowns are massive. If he can accrue a rushing touchdown or maybe two, that is going to be huge. You could run Taysom Hill naked. That'll allow you to pay up for better receiving threats. If that means to put you in the the Cook Henry tier at running back, or if you want to get to Hopkins or Kelsey at tight end, Taysom Hill helps you get there. Uh, Obviously, like the run back with Travis Kelsey, maybe going to be doing that a little bit this weekend. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points 17% of the time. Again, the spread's not going to be huge. He's in the optimal about 7% of the time. It doesn't get too crazy at quarterback, but I really like saving some money with Taysom Hill. Or you could switch sidelines, pay another 1900 get 24.9 fantasy points out of Pat Mahomes. This one's tough. Uh, you're expecting Mahomes to be slinging it. 50-point game total. Really difficult defensive matchup. The question is, do you care about defense if you're rostering Pat Mahomes? My guess is probably no. Uh, He's the best quarterback in the league. I don't think it's particularly close. And whether it's a tough defensive matchup or not, I get Pat Mahomes inside throwing bombs to the best offense in football. So happy to pay up. It's going to require you to pay down in some other spots. Running back might get a little ugly. The bottom of wideout might get a little ugly. But I love going to Mahomes. I love stacking him up with Tyreek Hill. I love stacking him up with Travis Kelsey. It's an expensive stack, but it's certainly worth it. All right, the floor here just seems incredibly high. Number three, Lamar Jackson, 7,500. Projected for just under 26 fantasy points. Jacksonville, terrible. 13-point dogs. Jacksonville's a 13-point dog. The Ravens are clearly not underdogs to the Jaguars. That would be ludicrous. 48-point game total. Jags aren't stopping anybody, and Lamar is as dynamic as it comes. Has that rushing upside. You could even see him slinging a couple TDs to, uh, I believe he was my number two tight end, but trying to go off a memory as I'm just rambling here. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points 31% of the time. He basically can't bust unless he gets injured. Oh man, I'm going to pay for that one. Nobody clip that if that happens, by the way. 8% of the time he's in the optimal. I like paying up for Lamar here. I like paying up for Lamar a little bit more than Mahomes just because I don't see a scenario where Lamar Jackson can fail. You're not going to see this every day, but number two, Jared Goff, 6,300, but you can go to number two when you get to face the Jets, the 32nd ranked pass defense. That is dead last in the league. Uh, They are monster favorites. You just have to hope that Jared Goff throws touchdown passes in the first half because I don't assume this game is all that close in the second half. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points 20% of the time. What you're getting here is salary savings. $300 more expensive than Taysom Hill, but... I mean, the the possibility for Goff to have, I don't know, four passing touchdowns in the first half is not zero for the first time in a while. I love this spot. 
I love anybody against the Jets. I assume most people do. It's a really nice spot to grab some Jared Goff. But he's not number one. Because at number one, it's the best combination of upside price, rushing, passing, 7K, Kyler Murray, 24.2 fantasy point projection taken on Philly. They're six and a half point favorites, just shy of a 50 point game total. Philly D is average at best, a little bit below average against the pass. You can get everything out of Kyler. Looking a little bit healthier as well. 28% chance of going from north of 30. 8.6% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Puts him in the top spot. Love pairing him up with Hopkins, clearly. Not a ton of runback options for Philly, unfortunately, but you don't really need it. It's not necessary. Kyler is just clearly the best combination of upside and price at quarterback on this DraftKings slate for Week 15. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NFL DFS contenders for Week 15. My favorites, my top five at all of the positions, except for defense, because I couldn't do that if I wanted to. Thank you guys for watching. Best of luck this Sunday. We're going to have a couple more versions of this video coming out, including an abbreviated top five for the two-gamer tomorrow. So keep your eyes peeled. Tomorrow being Saturday, by the way. This is going to be all mixed up now, but it's fine. Watch this video, watch the FanDuel version of this video, watch the version for the Saturday 2-Gamer, and then start watching them for next week because we're going to have content for games on Friday and Saturday and Sunday as well. Tons of NFL content still to come, plus the NBA coming. It's a great time to be watching AwesomeO.com content. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. You don't want to miss it.